Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Thank you for joining us this morning. This is a day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and we shall be glad in it. And I thank you for joining us, even for our time of the study of the word of the Lord. Here we study the Bible and we aim to study from the book of Genesis to Revelation. By the grace of God, we have done 25 books of the Bible. And right now, we are handling the book of Ezekiel. If you have not been able to go through the books we've done, to listen to the podcasts we've done straight from the book of Genesis, you can find them on all podcast platforms, on Apple, Spotify, Teacher, Deezer, name it, you'll find it there. And also you can visit our website, that's BibleIndepth.com. You'll find everything concerning us, all detail, every little aspect of Bible In-Depth Network you'll find on that website. Just visit Bible In-Depth Network and I believe the Lord shall bless you even as you listen. Remember that there is no limitation to revelation. God reveals his word to everybody who shows the need. God will come out and he will speak to you. You have the Holy Spirit within you, and he is there to speak to you. He's there to help you. He's the helper, our ever-present help, and uh, he will reveal his word to you. Now, we are handling the book of Ezekiel. We've done 18 chapters. Today, I want us to continue. Chapter 19 says, As for you, take up a lamentation for the princes of Israel and say, What was your mother? A lioness among lions. She lay down among young lions. She reared her cubs. When she brought up one of her cubs, he became a lion. And he learned to tear his prey. He devoured men. The nations heard about him. He was captured in their pit, and they brought him with hooks to the land of Egypt. When she saw, as she waited, that her hope was lost, she took another of her cubs and made him a young lion. And he walked out about among the lions. He became a young lion. He learned to tear his prey and laid waste in their cities. And the land of its fullness were appalled because of the song of his rearing. Then the nations set against him on every side from their provinces, and they spread their net over him. He was captured in their pit. They put him in a cage with hooks and brought him to the king of Babylon. They brought him in hanging nets so that his voice would be heard no more on the mountains of Israel. We are looking at yesterday the capture of Zedekiah. Your mother was like a vine in your vineyard planted by the waters. It was fruitful and full of branches because of abundant waters. And it had strong branches fit for scepters of rulers. And its height was raised above the clouds so that it was seen in the height of the mass of its branches. But it was plucked up in fury. It was cast down to the ground. And the east wind dried up its fruit. Its strong branch was torn off so that it withered. The fire consumed it. Now it is planted in the wilderness, in a dry and thirsty land. And fire has gone out from its branch. It has consumed its shoots and fruits so that there is not in it a strong branch, a scepter to rule. This is a lamentation and has become a lamentation. Israel, Judah has no king. Israel, Judah, Zedekiah is captured. 
At this point, they are in a very desperate situation. Chapter 20. Now in the seventh year, in the fifth month, on the tenth of the month, a certain of the elders of Israel came to inquire of the Lord and sat before me. Now they are coming before Ezekiel. Where is he? He's in Babylon. Remember, he's a captive, among the captives in Babylon. By the time when we read yesterday, um, we learned that as Ezekiel was busy in Babylon, Jeremiah was also busy back home in Judah. And with the captivity of Zedekiah, remember Jeremiah is part of that crew that uh, faces this difficult time. Now, here Ezekiel is in Babylon by the river Cheba, we are told. And here we are told a certain number of elders came to inquire of the Lord and sat before him. Yeah, there were still elders, irrespective of the fact that they are captives in Babylon. There were still elders that came and sat before him. And the words of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, speak to the elders of Israel and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Do you come to inquire of me as I live, declares the Lord? I will not be inquired of by you. Will you judge them? Will you judge them, son of man? Make them know the abominations of their fathers and say to them, Thus says the Lord, On the day when I chose Israel, and swore to the descendants of the house of Jacob, and made myself known to them in the land of Egypt. When I swore to them, saying, I am the Lord your God, on that day I swore to them to bring them out of the land of Egypt, into a land that I had selected for them. And this land was flowing with milk and honey, which is the glory of all lands. I say to them, cast away each of you the detestable things of his eyes, and not to defile yourselves with the idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. But, he's telling them now, they rebelled against me and were not willing to listen to me. They did not cast away the detestable things of their eyes, nor did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Because remember, they were still going back to Egypt. And we saw, even in the time of captivity, that they went and made a life in Egypt started building shrines in Egypt, started worshipping gods of Egypt, and now they are coming to inquire of the Lord, and God is saying, they still went out to Egypt to worship the idols of Egypt. Then I resolved to pour out my wrath on them to accomplish my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt, but I acted for the sake of my name, that it should not be profaned in the sight of the nations among whom they lived, in whose sight I made myself known to them by bringing them out of the land of Egypt. When they go to Egypt, it is a process that is reoccurring. They do it after captivity. They do it in the time when the kingdom has been split with the south and the north. They do it then. They did it at their start. And unfortunately, at all occasions, when they went back to Egypt, they worshipped their gods there. They worshipped the idols of Egypt there. They acted. Remember, as they are captives in that land, they start to take on different uh, beliefs. As they went in during the famine at the beginning, when the, before they were formed into a nation and they went there, they found Egyptians worshipping in their own nature. And they also, like we read here, started to worship in that way. But God said, I will take them out because he saw that things were not working well for a nation that he was bathing for himself and he helped 
take them out of the land of Egypt then. Yeah. So it's clear here that even then they had their worship of idols of Egypt. Just like they do it now at this point that Ezekiel is speaking years after when they were now uh, independent but still due to the captivity and the exile some of them ran to Egypt and still they did the same thing worshipping other gods but now he's giving them a memory of where he has taken them from yeah and he tells them but I acted for the sake of my name that it should not be profaned in the sight of the nations among whom they lived in whose sight I made myself known to them by bringing them out of the land of Egypt so I took them out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness remember that through Moses I gave them my statutes and informed them of my ordinances, by which if a man observes them, he will live. When you observe the word of the Lord, you have life. When you walk with the Lord, you have life. When you make a decision to walk with God, it's clear that you have life. When you decide to disobey the word of God, it's very bad because there is no life. He says, if they observe what I've told them, they will live. That's what he told them. Also, I give them my Sabbaths to be a sign between me and them that they may know that I'm the Lord who sanctifies them. But the house of Israel, what did it do? It rebelled against me in the wilderness. They did not walk in my statutes and they rejected my ordinances by which if a man observes them, he will live and my Sabbaths they greatly profaned. Then, I resolved to pour out my wrath on them in the wilderness to annihilate them. But I acted for the sake of my name that it should not be profaned in the sight of nations before whose sight I had brought them out. Remember this occasion where he wanted to totally destroy the people of Israel when they worshipped a calf, yeah, a golden calf, a mountain calf. And he wanted to destroy them and Moses went and interceded on their behalf, saying, God, what will it, how will it be hard that you took people from a land of Egypt, helped them cross the Red Sea, and then destroyed them in the wilderness? He said, no, please don't do that. Now, that's what God is referring to here, uh, telling Ezekiel to tell these elders that have come for counsel, remind them of that past. Yeah, says here that I was supposed to take them out, but I had mercy on them. Also, I saw to them in the wilderness that I would not bring them into the land which I had given them, flowing with land, with milk and honey, which is the glory of all lands because they rejected my ordinances and for my status they did not walk in them. They even profaned my Sabbaths for their heart continually. They went after their idols. Remember, the people who came out, two million of them, apart from Joshua and Caleb, all died in that wilderness. So he says, because of your acts, you will not cross, you will not see. Yeah. So he says, I am the Lord your God. Walk in my statutes and keep my ordinances and observe them. Sanctify my Sabbaths and they shall be a sign between me and you. But you rebelled. You didn't do that. But I withdrew my hand and acted for the sake of my name that you should not be profane in the sight 
of the nations in whose sight I had brought them out. And I saw to them in the wilderness that I would scatter them among the nations and disperse them among the lands because they had not observed my ordinances, but they had rejected them. Their eyes were on the idols of their fathers. I also gave them statutes that were not good and ordinances by which they could not live. And I pronounced them unclean because of their gifts in that they caused all their firstborn to pass through the fire so that I might make them desolate in order that they might know that I am the Lord. He says, I will show you my authority. I am the Lord. Therefore, he gave them that by which to live with however hard it was. Therefore, son of man, speak to the house of Israel and say to them, Yet in this your fathers have blasphemed me by acting treacherously against me. When I had brought them into the land which I saw to give them, then they saw every hill, every high hill, and every leafy tree, and offered their sacrifices there. And they presented their provocation of their offering. There also they made their soothing aroma, and there they poured out their drink offerings. Then I say to them, What is the high place to which you go? So its name is called Bama to this day. Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord, Will you defile yourselves? after the manner of your fathers, and play the halot after their detestable things. When you offer your gifts, when you cause your sons to pass through the fire, you are defiling yourselves with all the idols to this day. Now you're coming to inquire of me, yet you're still doing these evil things. These elders have come to inquire of the Lord through Ezekiel, but then they still worship other gods. They still go and offer drink offerings. They still go and do all those funny things, worshipping other gods. And unfortunate as this is, we see it even today. That we worship God Almighty, but have other idols in us that we honor. That we worship God Almighty, but run to the doctors for lack, the witch doctors, the diviners, and ask them, how can we make wealth? We worship God but then go and do other things that are not in line with God, seeking powers. And it happens, unfortunately, even in church today. We see it multiple times. Now they are coming to inquire of God, yet they live a life that is hopeless, a life that is against God. Yeah? And he tells them, And shall I be inquired of you, house of Israel? As I live, declares the Lord, I will not be inquired of by you. What comes into your mind will not come about. When you say, we will be like the nations, like the tribes of the land serving wood and stone. He's saying, you want to hear from me, but you will not. There is a life that you live that does not leave room for God to speak into your life. There is a life of disobedience that we live at times, that we close the voice of the Holy Spirit who is speaking, that we cannot hear anymore. And sometimes you will inquire and inquire and go to all preachers and all pastors and all prophets, asking them about your life. But until you go and correct it and change the walk, you will never get a message. And this is what is told to these elders of Israel. That as long as you're still doing these detestable things, playing the harlot, Ezekiel will tell you nothing. That's what he tells them. As I live, declares the Lord God, surely 
with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with the wrath poured out, I shall be king over you. I will bring you out from the peoples and gather you from the lands where you were scattered with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with wrath poured out and I will bring you into the wilderness of the peoples and there I will enter a judgment with you face to face as I entered into judgment with your fathers in the wilderness in the land of Egypt. So I will enter into judgment with you, declares the Lord, and I will make you pass under the road and you bring you into the bond of the covenant and I will purge you from the rebels and those who transgress against me. He's telling them clearly what he will do. Yeah. And I'll purge you, he says, from the rebels and those who transgress against me. I will bring them out of the land where they sojourn, but they will not enter in the land of Israel. Thus, you will know that I am the Lord God. As for you, O house of Israel, says the Lord, Go serve everyone his idols, but later you will surely listen to me. And my holy name you will profane no longer with your gifts and with your idols. Go do what you want, but eventually you will come back to me. That's what he's saying. For on my holy mountain, on the high mountain of Israel, declares the Lord, there the whole house of Israel, all of them will serve me in the land. There I will accept them, and there I will seek your contributions and your choicest of your gifts with your holy things. As a soothing aroma, I will accept you. And then I will bring you out from the peoples and gather you for the lands that you have scattered. And I will prove myself holy among you in the sight of the nations. And you will know that I am the Lord when I bring you into the land of Israel, into the land which I sought to give to your forefathers. Therefore you will remember your ways and all your deeds with which you have defiled yourself. And you will loathe yourself in your own sight of all the evil things you've done. When you look at your past, you see how that has been. And you see how bad you lived. That's what he says they will do. Then you will know that I am the Lord when I have dealt with you for my name's sake. Not according to your evil ways or according to your corrupt deeds or how Israel declares the Lord. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, Set your face toward Teman and speak out against the south and prophesy against the forest land of Negev. And say to the forest of the, of the Negev, Hear the word of the Lord, says the Lord. Behold, I am about to kindle a fire in you, and it will consume every green tree in you, as, you, as well as every dry tree. The blazing flame will not be quenched, and the whole surface from south to north will be burnt by it. All the flesh will see that I, the Lord, have kindled it, It shall not be quenched. Then say, Ah, Lord God, they are saying of me, Is he not just speaking parables? What he was speaking, they could not understand. They could not comprehend. We shall close with this chapter today. Chapter 21. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face toward Jerusalem and speak against the sanctuaries and prophesy against the land of Israel. And he says, And said to the land of Israel, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am against you, and I will draw my sword out of its sheath and cut off from you the righteous and the wicked. Because I will cut off from you the righteous and the wicked, therefore my sword will go forth from its sheath against all flesh from south to north. Thus all flesh will know that I, the Lord, have drawn out my sword out of its sheath. It will not return to its sheath again. 
As for you, son of man, groan with breaking heart and bitter grief, groan in their sight. And when they say to you, why do you groan? You shall say, because of the news that is coming. And every heart will melt, all hands will be feeble, every spirit will faint, and all knees will be weak as water. Behold, it comes and it will happen, declares the Lord. Again, the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, prophesy and say this. Say, a sword, a sword sharpened and also polished, sharpened to make a slaughter, polished to flash like lightning. All we shall rejoice the rod of my son despising. Every tree it, has, it is given to be polished that it may be handled. The sword is sharpened and polished to give it to the hand of the slayer. Cry out and wail, son of man, for it is against my people. It is against all the officials of Israel. They are delivered over to the sword with my people. Therefore strike your thigh. For there is a testing. And what if even the road which despises will be no more, declares the Lord. You therefore, son of man, prophesy and clap your hands together. And let the sword be doubled the third time. The sword for the slain. It is the sword for the great one slain which surrounds them. That their hearts may melt and many fall at their guts. I have given the glittering sword. It is made for striking like lightning. It is wrapped up in readiness for slaughter. Show yourself sharp. Go to the right. Set yourself. He tells them, go to the left. Wherever your edge is appointed, I will also clap my hands together. I will appease my wrath. I, the Lord, have spoken. Judgment is coming to a nation that was God's darling. Judgment, God is executing upon a people that he chose to be his. But it's all as a matter of disobedience. Whenever we disobey God, we expose ourselves to judgment. That's what he says here. What's going to happen? The word of the Lord came to me saying, As for you, son of man, make two ways for the sword of the king of Babylon to come. Both of them will go out. He's saying, both of them will go out of one land and make a signpost. Make it at the head of the way to the city. You shall mark a way for the sword to come to Rabbah of the sons of Ammon and to Judah into fortified Jerusalem. For the king of Babylon stands at the parting of the way, at the head of the two ways, to use divination. He shakes the arrows, he consults the household idols, he looks at the liver, into his right hand came the divination, Jerusalem, to set battering rams, to open the mouth for slaughter, and to lift up the voice with a battle cry to set battering rams against the gates, to cast up rams, to build a siege wall. And it will be to them like a false divination in their eyes. They have sworn Solomon, but he brings iniquity to remembrance, that they may be seized. Therefore, says the Lord, because you have made your iniquity to be remembered, in that your transgressions are uncovered, so that in all your deeds your sins appear, because you have come into remembrance, you will be seized with the hand. And you, O slain wicked one, the prince of Israel, whose day has come, in the time of punishment of the end, thus says the Lord, remove the turban and take off the crown. This will no longer be the same. Exalt that which is low and abase that which is high. A ruin, a ruin, a ruin, I will make it. This also will be no more until he comes whose right it is. And it will give to him. And you, son of man, Prophesy and say, thus says the Lord, concerning the sons 
of their reproach and say, sword, a sword is drawn, polished for slaughter, to cause it to consume, that it may be like lightning. While they see you, false visions, while they, div- div- they divine lies for you, to place you on their necks and of the wicked and who are slain, whose day has come, it's a time for punishment of the end. Return to its shears. In the place where you are created, in the land of origin, I will judge you. I'll pour out my indignation on you. I'll blow on you with the fire of my wrath. And I'll give you into the hand of brutal men, skilled in destruction. He says, I'll give you off to men who are gifted in destruction. And they will destroy you totally. That's what he's saying. You'll be fueled for the fire. Your blood will be in the midst of the land. You will not be remembered. For I, the Lord, have spoken. When Israel sinned, God said it's time for your judgment. And when it's time for judgment, you have to face it. That's why it's important not to fall on the wrong side of God. As per Israel, they disobeyed and they fell into judgment. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word today. We pray, Lord, that you help us walk with you all the time. We pray that you help us stand with you all the time. That we do not fall. May your grace cover us. May your mercy cover us. May your favor cover us. Jesus, my name.